Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. We should have rehearsed that bit. <laughs> All the thoughts you're thinking, but not saying. Stace and I will go ham. We each bring a gem to the table, something we're thinking but not saying. Coming up this app. When my daughter started kindergarten, it was like, it felt like I was back at school. Yeah. All the mums are checking each other out. Yeah. Thinker Girl, the podcast with the Thinker Girls, Stacey June and Christy Mercer. You're listening to Thinker Girl, the podcast with the Thinker Girl, Stacey June. And Christy Mercer, welcome on over. Oh. It's nice to chitty chat with you. Come and sit next to me here on the couch, would you? Oh, I feel short of breath today. Do you? Yeah, I was trying to do some breathing exercises in the car on the way here. And that's, well, that's actually, I'm jumping the gun here, but that's what I want to talk about in my topic Whoa, today. Whoa, you have things to say. We haven't even got into yeah, no, you who didn't we e- are, you didn't what even, we do. You didn't even say who we are or didn't even ask me how I was before I just said it. <laughs> right. But I just felt like... Are you anxious? Yeah. Yeah, right. And I'm never, I never normally feel like mm. this, Heart, like very, very rarely, to the point where I'm like, I can't shake it. Yeah, all right. Well, let's all take a deep breath together. If you're listening, you might be feeling like Christy. <sighs> Better? <laughs> Uh, yeah, you better. didn't hold that for yeah, very Yeah, but that's long. the thing. Sometimes I get anxious about breathing for long, like breathing You've in got to, for a long It's time. like a box. You've got to get the box the other side over. Like, you're like this. I know. In the, in yoga when they're like, okay, breathe in for like seven, I'm like, it's a long time. <laughs> I get to four and I'm like, I'm out. I'm tapping out. <laughs> if you haven't listened to our show before, we are talking shit on this podcast each and every week for many, many years now. And you can go and check out all of the other episodes with fabulous, amazing, inspiring women at thethinkergirls.com.au um, and we are taking some suggestions actually at the moment as to guests mm. that you might like on the show. Um, we don't have any particular filter for that. It no. is really just who you're interested in and who we're interested in. So make sure you email us. You can email us at hello at thinkergirl.com.au or just private message us on Facebook. Please do. We'd love to know your thoughts because mm. that's after all kind of why we're doing this. Yes, it's fun to chat but then also – it's for you to listen to as well. Yeah, because you might want to get into the heads of people like this particular woman. Now, we've just had a quick chat about what titles are because I think when you start up a business, um, there's all kinds of biz crap bullshit marketing things that they try and tag on you and you don't really know where anyone's truly at unless you have the conversation. So we do have entrepreneur and founder of Twisted Frozen Yogurt in the studio with us. Cass, welcome to the show. Thanks. I'm so excited to be here. Hi, Cass. It's nice to actually have you here in the flesh. Yeah. Because we do a lot of podcasts and a lot of interviews and chats and stuff over the phone. But it's nice to have yeah, you here sandwiched yeah. in between us like the meat in our sandwich. And I wanted to bring you some yogurt. Oh, I thank know. you for that. She brought presents, everybody. Straight to – you honestly, you've gone straight to the top there. You know the way to her heart and it's that a, is a treat. I'm very – so do I say your surname Spies? Spies. Spies. Okay. Yep. Um, so before we get into the show, so we each bring a gem. We'll all bring it. Cass will bring one also if you haven't listened. And if you're hearing us for the first time through Cass, hello, welcome. Hi. Um, but, I mean, can you tell us a little bit about your business and I suppose 
suppose I'm interested just in anybody that starts their own business and mm. how that flourishes. Yeah, sure. So I started the business seven years ago. Um, my initial goal, dream, you know, wish for the business was to have a huge franchise, uh, a network of franchise stores around the country in the retail space. Um, and the business kind of didn't go in that direction. We, at one stage, we had five stores, it was pretty horrific, wasn't a huge success. But what we saw from that was that people like to take our tubs home and put them in their freezer and eat our frozen yogurt home. And so that's how the wholesale business was born. And was that like some kind of focus group thing or you just noticed that in your own No, we just had queues of people at our our freezer in the stores taking our tubs home. And we were like, wow, that's, that's really... An amazing part of the business that we can grow. And, and have, you've got and to evolve, some, don't you? We, you do. You've got to see what works and then go down that path. You do. Yeah. You do. Yeah. Um, and so now we sell our tubs. Uh, we're launching in Woolworths. We sell our tubs in Sydney and places like Harris Farm and High End Grocers. And we also do school canteens. Wow. Oh, that's yeah. the best. So we're in around 2,000 canteens across the country. So, yeah, it's And amazing. did you have a background in business management or, you know, kind of things before? No, I've got a background in food technology. Okay, yeah. And my father is a kind of a, we call him a serial entrepreneur. I was one of my own company. That's nice. That's kind of how it happened. It's nice to see that. Yeah. So I kind of had those similar, um, I don't know, entrepreneurial flares, but had no one in front of me. Yeah. So I was always in What the about that email you found dark. the other day? Oh. Stacey, what would you call, oh. you were, what were you, you were organising like after parties <laughs> For the races and stuff, the Melbourne Spring Racing Carnival. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, like the, I can see Stace doing that. But I didn't actually know to you, what level. You don't, you don't, and you don't think that that stuff means anything when you're doing it yeah. until you then realize that you are entrepreneur. You've got on a, a flair for it, that yeah. you'll look for any opportunity to create a version of what you want to put into the world, I guess. Yeah. So when everybody was saying there's nowhere to go after the races that's nice and close, <laughs> I was like, well, I'll just do it. You had a logo and everything. What was it yeah. called? Uh, Piranha New Media at that so, point. It looks so good too. Um, oh, it was just done on Word. Or yeah, but it was shit. like professional. But I think, yeah, so I had the maps and I was like, this is where we meet and we have the buses come pick everybody up. And I like to do things that were kind of, you know, those parties that felt exclusive, but anyone could kind of go really. Yeah. But anyway, who cares? Like, But I think the idea is it's that. In you. Um, yeah. yeah, I think yeah. it sometimes is in you. Um, and nice in your experience that you were able to have someone essentially probably to maybe help you. Oh, yeah. Along along the way. Today. Yeah. 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 Guides me all the time. Oh, that's yeah. so good. All right. Let's get going into the show, shall we? Yeah. Um, so we each bring a gem, something that's on our mind that we're thinking but not saying, and we all hash it out between the three of us. Mm-hmm. Um, Philip the duck will go off. So that was how we'll rein ourselves in. It's just a little a little reminder to not crap on for three hours because trust me, that's where it can go. We like, forgot to, we've been forgetting to introduce Philip, mm. like I reckon, because I don't know, been doing the podcast for a few years now, so we just assume and forget to reintroduce him. So, yeah. so some people on the phone are like, what is going on <laughs> yeah. when they hear the quack? So that's just Philip saying time to move on, ladies. Um, let's do a quick contents about what is on our mind and then we'll get straight into yours, Cass. But um, young mate, you, you've already given a bit of a headline, haven't you? I've jumped the gum. Yeah, I just want to tell you about what happened before I got to work this morning and that is um, damaging my boyfriend's brand new car. <laughs> know that yet that yeah. was always i look to yeah. be honest that was gonna happen there was a lot of tension around you driving that car i could feel it already yeah but that it's not just that it's any car that he's ever had hence oh. yeah but hence why oh that's i why was you're extra not really nervous to, to buy i was to drive it so anyway <laughs> it was like it was written 
But that's how I felt getting into the car, yeah, which is yeah. the problem, which yeah. is probably why I damaged it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I want to bring like attracts like and how I, I just continue to giggle at myself about uh, thinking I know where I'm at in the moment and then looking back in hindsight, this particularly with dating, um, and then looking back in hindsight and going, you ha- you've got to be joking me. Like you <laughs> were doing the complete opposite or living a complete opposite of what you were saying you were living kind of it's so good that you're vocal and open about where you're at though because you constantly have these markers to be able to look oh. back and compare well you know, i can't get embarrassed now yeah it's because a lot of people late. are really oh. internal about thinking that stuff but you've got like podcasts or videos <laughs> or like a journal like all like you know um articles all this stuff that you can look back and go oh that's where i was versus now well i think you can only know what you know mm. so what are you gonna do uh, Cass, what do you want to bring? The facade of the supermum. Let's get right into yeah, that as that. our guest. So what's on your mind? So look, the thing that I see all the time is mums pretending that it's easy to be a supermum. Mm. And when you say it all. when you say seeing it, do you mean online or do you just no, do you mean in person as in well? The, in the person. Yeah, oh, right. but also on social media yeah, as well. You yeah. know, amazing pictures of looking amazing their hair's done their makeup's done and they're at the school gate at 8am like I just it just I just don't think that that's not the reality that I'm living Mm. um and Mm. it just I just I just want people to be honest about how hard it is and how much it takes to to be to be a working mom and to have kids and to I don't know, keep up with all the notes and the school things and your, and your life and, and your us, social life. Tell us about that because we're two chicks that don't have kids. Yeah. There's lots of people in my life that do. There's a lot of people that listen to this show that do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what are we missing? What is not being told? So say I fall pregnant in a year, like fingers crossed, <laughs> don't have a man yet, but any day now, <laughs> and, um, and I do, and I'm going to go in and I'm not going to know so the first, the first thing you need to know about is the 60 days of darkness. So that's the first 60 <laughs> Hang days. Hang on, what? what? <laughs> 60 days My of darkness. My husband calls it the 60 days of darkness. So we've got three kids. So when the baby's born, oh, really oh, the first that. 60 days kind of yeah, right. is you just, you don't realise at the time, but at, when you come out on the 61st day, it's almost like you look back and you go, oh, my God, that was so intense. Yeah, <laughs> Why right. 60 days? Is that know. something that you made up? Uh, no, my husband made it up. It's not That's, a real time. Yeah. No, but <laughs> well, I'm, I was believing I, it because I, I have heard that in a lot of other ways of people saying yeah. it, but never that like yeah. explicitly. It is like that. And all it could be dark from intense or it could be dark just because you're all, always in the dark, like because you're inside <laughs> the whole time. My bestie that's just had a baby, well, he's almost a month, a year old now, but uh, they were just talking about how it was a Melbourne winter and so they were just uh, inside. Yeah, like, yeah. But it was kind of perfect because they weren't going anywhere anyway. Mm. They were just going to be cocooned into this house for months. Yeah, but it's, all, it's a darkness of your whole being as well because you kind of just sort of – fumble through the first 60 days mm. and then something happens and things start to kind of click and life starts getting back a bit back to normal That's the I, first thing you, I think know. we hear a little bit about that when they're infants because you don't you notice that about your friends because they go off yeah, the radar yeah. a bit but what about when they get to drop off for example because I hear this a lot with mums and I I can I can empathize but I don't really understand truly what this whole drop off at eight, right on time, this, this and this business? Like does it change and get more intense as they get older in terms of this facade? Uh, Yeah, I think it does because, you know, when your kids actually go to school, then you become a part of a community again. It almost feels like you go back to school. Yeah. When my my 
when my daughter started kindergarten, it was like it felt like I was back at school. Yeah, all the mums are checking each other out, yeah. and you're kind of trying to decide who your friends are going to be. It's very bizarre. And is it so, still really lots of mums? Like, is there more dads, or is it still most mums? Yeah, there's a, there are a few dads, but yeah, yeah. it's the mums that do the clicking. Yeah, thing. what was yeah. it like that first day when like you when you <laughs> when you dropped her off? Yeah. You, so you weren't expecting that because no. I've because I've never heard of anybody describe it like that. Yeah, like in no that, one talks about yeah. it. Yeah, well they don't. But it was very. It was like you know, hi, I'm Cass, and I really felt like I'd gone back to school. Did you like, think about what to wear and yeah, everything totally. like that? Yeah, because <laughs> I'd be doing but that. It's a reality because you because the first day of work or the first day like you're defining yourself almost yeah. like it's ridiculous. But yeah. there's that thought process. Yes, yeah, totally. So yeah, it's a really the whole the whole every step's different. And my, my my eldest is only nine, so I'm sure I've still got still lots to learn. But um, yeah, it's it's a lot of pressure. Mm. What'd mm. you go in as? Like, did you when you go in as like Cass, your first time kind of mum dropping your your kid off at kindy for the first day? Yeah. Like, was that a thought process where you go, I'm kind of like I'm a, I'm a working mum or I'm a um, yeah. a state. Not that it ha- you have to be put in boxes, but was there? There's like a bit of a process, I guess, when you meet people for the first time. Totally. Where you get that idea of who kind of clicks with who and who you'll get along with and who you won't. Yeah. So yeah, the first day I went in, just as Cass, like not nothing about me being a working mum but sort of very quickly then whenever I was doing drop off I was in my un- I was wearing my uniform I had mm. twisted across my, the front mm. of my chest so I'd walk in and that was kind of a bit I, pe- people found that quite confronting I think that I was wandering around like totally branded the whole time yeah but, right oh, did work, they know so. that you owned the joint like yeah. are they thinking that you were just yeah. scooping ice cream and not that there's anything wrong with that but it is it is funny because I'm sure a lot of like oh, yeah. that's an interesting job uh, yeah. I don't know your daughter's name but Sarah's yeah. mum's yeah. you know got they've got must have plenty of ice yeah. cream at home yeah well, yeah, I mean, everyone, obviously, it's a very, my kids go to a tiny school, so they okay, all know yeah, that's, yeah. My, that's my gig now. Yeah. But at first they were all a bit like, yeah, like, oh, wow. like <laughs> What a unique yeah. part-time job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, it's all, all that stuff. So it's, if you haven't been through it, you just have to kind of go with the flow and deal with it. And if you, you I suppose if you were, again, say in my shoes and, and having a child over the next couple of years, what do you wish that you what do you wish people would be more open about rather than just even the overall thing? Are there specific things that you think really cut into people and make them feel a little bit isolated or a little bit um, inferior, I guess, to other mums? Yeah, I think the a, a lot of the, and that comes I think a lot of the social media posts. Mm. I think that's where it is, you know, how um, how perfect life looks on social media and then when you dive in it just isn't. Yeah. That's the stuff that I think people would be you know, a bit more open about and post real pictures. Uh, and what would a real picture be? I don't know, me screaming at the kids at quarter to <laughs> eight. Funny. Where are your shoes? Because we're oh, a woman that we work with, our brand manager actually, she said to us, oh, God, we said something, a compliment to her about something. She goes, if you had to see me yesterday, yeah. Christ. She goes, I was on the side of the road and I, I tried to get my kids out of the car to, like, make them believe that I wasn't going to take them home. Like, we're going to leave you Then here. they wouldn't even get out when I was trying to threaten them. She goes, so I'm screaming, get out so I can tell you that you're not coming back in and then she's like they finally get out she's like get back in and she's like i just lost it she was like if you had to see me i just was an absolute fucking mess and we just lost it because i mean we just know that that's just she would just be a loose cannon but i think at the same token 
there's also this kind of image of like love your kids and this kind of let's go surfing, let's have this pretty picture, let's do this. You might not see the fact that even the crazy or the more outgoing women really genuinely lose their mind, like lose themselves. Totally. Like you kind of, you know, hit, I have good hit and a bad point. Days. Yeah. And the best thing I do is usually is just like text my best friend, oh, my God, I've had a bad morning with the kids. And she's like, don't worry, I had one yesterday. Is or that I yelled at my kids? What's I swore bad, at my kids. Is oh, that yeah, yelled swearing, at them? Yeah, swearing in your children's yeah. face is never yeah. that great. Yeah, <laughs> but it happens, right? Is it that does. you just like accidentally? Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> that would be me. <laughs> Have you? Is that what you found the easiest way to kind of combat that? Like to find people and attract people in your life that you can be honest with yeah. and that, that are honest with yeah. your back? Yeah, and th- I mean they're the ones that. Well, they're the people that have ended up being my greatest friends in life who are honest about, you know, the, the daily grind of life. Like yeah. we're all, I'm working, my husband's working and we've got three kids and, you know, life, yeah. everyone, it's not just if you've got kids, life is, you know, it's there's a grind about life and that's yeah. okay, that's life, but it's good to be honest and have a laugh about it as well. How have, you found, how have you found to be more honest and open? Like when you started being more honest with people about what your life was actually like and how that it wasn't all pretty pictures and it wasn't, you know, all perfect. Were people confronted at that at first? Some are, but then yeah. they're the ones that you don't end up hanging out with. Yeah. They're probably the ones that are struggling the most. Yeah, probably. Yeah, so you've got to have compassion, so not hate on them. Yeah. That's yeah. the hard bit because yeah. if they don't have friends to survive, then it can turn dark. That would be dark. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but that's what happens when you push people away and you pretend everything's perfect because then you end up very alone. Yes, you do. Don't open yourself up, you know. What do you do? Like who's who helps? Like obviously because you said your your man works full-time yeah, as well. Yeah, so I've got a nanny. Yeah. And my mum yeah, helps one yeah. day a week as well and she's amazing. If the kids are sick or whatever, she'll take them. She, she's another call. Yeah. She, yeah. I couldn't do it without that. And the nanny, does she come in in the mornings or? Yeah, yeah. comes in the mornings. What and a fucking treat that is. She like, does all my so washing. Thank <laughs> Christ. Oh, Thank that Christ. is the best. I mean, we're my... trying to figure out how soon we can get an assistant, to be honest. like <laughs> The washing's my most hated Same. job, though. Same. It's just... Yeah. Because it shouldn't be. It's quite an easy thing to do. I, I don't know. mind washing. I don't do bathrooms, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. You should no. see mine at the moment. Not oh, just scraping the mould off. No, it's really. it looks really clean on the outer. Like you walk in and you're like, oh, this is a fresh, clean bathroom. But then you look in the actual bottom of the shower and there's what? actually there's two white circles from where the, my feet have been and where all the other kind of gunk is. Yeah. Like it sounds worse than it is, but it's, yeah, it's not the best. That's a big thing for you to admit that that. I could see that you yeah, were. Yeah, it was. And then I was. Yeah, and then, then she looked to regret that she said it. And then I was it. trying to backtrack. It's because yeah, she's grown up not thinking that the only way to live is in a spotless, cannot touch the carpet. My mum like, is like. That's intense. why I have to tell you, give yourself a break. She is the intense. The rest of our houses look like that, P.S. Yeah. <laughs> she's like OCD, like crazy level of neat, clean, to the point where it's like. Well, OCD. Yeah, it's an destructive. actual. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. She irons her fucking sheets in a, in the actual bed for God's sakes. Oh, uh, and she would have. Yeah, all of that, and then yeah, vacuuming lines into carpet. So we weren't allowed to walk in the formal lounge room so no because one it'll leave footprints. That's I wasn't like, allowed to leave it to walk in our formal lounge. Room. Oh my God, was that the same deal? Yeah. 
Oh, did you have a table covered in plastic? No, but uh, we just weren't allowed to like sit on. <laughs> and the how are you and... now? Are you happy with walking oh, in? Oh, yeah. Don't give a shit. It. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You've got to. You don't want to walk into a house that looks like no one's living there. No, because that's no. soulless. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Yeah, you've got, am... to, you've got to look like someone's been there in the last twenty-four, or yeah. you know that someone's dead. Like honestly, <laughs> someone's burying someone in the back. You don't look like anyone's living there. You want to be neatish though. Yeah, I'm very neat. I am neat. But you can tell I've sat on the couch. Yeah, yeah, I feel bad. Fuck's sake. <laughs> there might be a crumb where I had a piece of toast. Like, <laughs> Jesus. Missed anything from the Thinker Girls this week? Back to your story. <laughs> Don't worry. We've been waiting for you at thethinkergirls.com.au to catch up. All right, do you want to go next or me? You go. Um, You've got things to say. Yeah, I do. Well... Um, before I got here, I just basically felt like I was having a meltdown, which I feel ridiculous to say because when I tell you what it's over, it's quite a small deal and the way that it was handled was like not a big deal. Yet even after, um, um, I was just feeling still so rattled. So my car went in for a service today and it's long overdue. It's literally like it's probably almost a year overdue. Check out the video online that would have already gone up of the noise it makes. The it's fan belt, it screeches. Oh, really? So like when you start the car and it is embarrassing. Like if you're doing that in front of a cafe or a bus stop, I did it the other day and I was like mortified. Like I put my head down because it's, it's like, like it's like screaming and everybody stops drinking their coffee and stares at you to the point where. That poor I, girl. Yeah, I've said to my boyfriend before, I'm like, just take my car, babe. Like if it's parked oh, behind no, his, he's like, like, I refuse. Like he will not. He's like, it's embarrassing. I'm not taking your car even up the road to get a coffee or milk or something. So I was like, okay, it's time. It's happening. So it's booked in. Drop the car there, and I was like, I've got I've got a few little errands to run today. So I had to. I don't know. I needed to get there. So I said to my boyfriend, Can I borrow your car, please? And it's a brand new car, and there's a bit of history here because. <laughs> The first time I borrowed his car, I rev- we were going to a festival called Pyramid Rock Festival. Have I told you this? I uh, briefly yeah. on New Year's Eve, right? Um, and in Phillip Island, Victoria, and I I backed into a pole. I knew that I backed into a pole, <laughs> but pretended not to, and then drove off. And then anyway, there was somebody yelling out, "Stop! Stop! Stop!" And then my mate was like, "I think Loz, I think it was Loz in the car." And she was like. There's somebody yelling, they saw you. And I was like, just don't look, just we'll pretend. And we're like just pretending to talk and laugh as if we didn't realise. <laughs> Drove off and I was like, phew, got out of that one. And then I think it was probably like three or four days later, New Year's Day, my boyfriend's parents were like calling him and we had no reception. And by the time that they had actually gotten onto him, which was like another day, by the time he called them back, they were almost hysterical because they were like, What's happened? What's it? the police have called us and said something's happened with your car? And that here's a cool fact: a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact: you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello. 
Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I had just thought that he'd driven off the road and died, which is just awful. Okay, I forget this part. So and this it was is- me the whole time. And I was pretty new at that point. I, don't, I reckon we'd not, not been dating all that long, so... And they were thinking I was an angel and I was just not, slash have never been. But I feel like I've always, they've always thought I'm better than I am. So I've had to kind of uphold this image. And then um, I had to fess up and I was like, it was me and I'm really sorry. And, you know, like the person that found out and they said that. But in the end, they never contacted to get the insurance details. It was fine. But that's the this is the level that we're coming from. I'm a, I'm a pretty shit driver and there's that. So I've always felt there's been a black mark against my name when it comes to me borrowing his car, which is – Well, actually, I to be honest, I thought, yeah, but I, I just thought he was weird about you driving because a few times when he got hit the new car and you guys would rock up and pick me up, I was like – Where's the car? Like, where's the new car? Why are we in the bloody buzz box of the Yaris? Like, Christy's car. I'm like, why can't we be in your car? Because he might have wanted to have a drink and Christy was driving. But I then at the back of my head thought, He's, she's not allowed to drive that. It's car. not that I'm not but allowed to know yeah. what the history was. It's, I forgot. It's not that I'm not allowed to drive it, but there was part of me that wanted to drive, but I was also nervy too as mm. well because I was like, it's just easier to jump in my bing bong car mm. and then I don't have to worry <laughs> if I'm reverse parking about scraping anything or worrying about anything. So what the bloody hell has happened? So the, my car today, forward tractor today, is at the mechanics and I'm like, babe, can I borrow your car? And he's like, yeah, fine. He, and I was thinking, oh, he's going to say, be careful nothing he just yeah there's the keys so I jump in I'm driving like a freaking grandpa to the point where there was somebody beeping behind me because I was going so slow anyway I pull over to do a reverse park on this really busy road and then people started beeping me because I'd taken two goes because the reverse beeping was freaking me out I've scraped or I've scraped all along his rim like the back left hand side rim because I was reverse parking not on the driver's side and I got mm-hmm. out straight away and I think I was in denial. I was like, oh, it's fine. It's just a scratch. Went into the nail place. And then as I was getting my <laughs> shellac place. done, I was getting my shellac done. She was desperate for shellac. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, really I was getting my shellac done and I'm sitting there and there was this tension. What that actual errand? It's not. <laughs> yeah, not mate, that, that is a freaking errand. <laughs> it is an errand for us. Oh, no, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, 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 good. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> We haven't had time this week. Like that's a stressful week for us, legit. So I'm sitting there and there's tension growing in my chest and I'm like, I start getting a bit short of breath and I'm like, I feel like physically my chest getting tighter. I'm not really an anxious person. I never really experience the physical symptoms anyway of anxiety. And by the time that I'd got my nails and toes done, I walked out and I was like close to tears, freaking out about how am I going to tell him? So then I was at Kmart. And hang I, on. I want to know the level of the rim damage. I've got a photo. Okay. It's not even that bad. So as I'm sitting in the, in the nail place, I had I'd contacted this man called the rim man and he comes out. Oh, it's not even that. It's not that bad when I look at it. But I was like, it's brand new. Oh, it's not that bad, but it's still there. It's still there. Oh. Okay. I'd already booked this man. All right, let me explain it. You might have seen my rim damage when I first got my car. Mm. Wouldn't be much. It would be the same. Exactly the same. I You've know. done exactly the same. But if as it me. was my car, I wouldn't care. But yeah, it's but not. remember what you told me. What did I tell you? It's tiny. It's fine. Oh, okay, yeah. 
Like that. <laughs> good, good advice. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I I reckon it's what maybe five centimeters. Yeah. This is ridiculous, but I had booked the car guy, sent him photos, like booked him out to come and because they come out to you to fix the the rims, done all of that, bought Zane his favourite chocolate, gone home, and I was like, I've got something to tell oh, you. you made it into a big I know, deal. I know, straight away, I was like physically, I was physically shaking as I told him, and I started crying. I'm like, I've got something to tell you, and he was like, what? I'm like, I've scraped your rim. He was like, oh, my God, are you serious? Why are you crying? It's fine. And I was like, are you serious? And he was like, he was actually, I could see he was physically shocked and he, and he hugged me. He's like, why are you acting like that? Why are you so freaked out about telling me that? And I said, I'm just so nervous. I was like physically shaking for like half, probably half an hour still. And even on the way in, I don't know why it just, it really, it really rocked me, which is just ridiculous. And then he said to me as I was leaving again, he's like, you're all right. And I was like. I just don't know why that affected me that yeah. much. He was like, I'm really sorry if you feel like that was a nervous thing to tell me. You should never feel like that. You're okay. It's a piece of metal. It's small. I don't, wouldn't even worry about getting it fixed. Um, and he apologised. He's like, I'm sorry if I ever made you feel like you couldn't tell me something like that. Yeah. And I think there's probably a bit of that where I'm like, what's he going to say? But I yeah. feel like a lot of it's my own shit because I'm like, especially with him, I'm trying to – constantly prove that I'm this responsible adult I'm I'll take care of things don't worry about it kind of vibe and then I just feel like I fuck things up but I think you're growing up together as partners Mm. I don't think one of you is more together than the other Mm. to be honest I love you both but both of you have your issues too Mm. and I know that because I know you personally so I think you have to stop thinking that you're below your equals, your partners. Mm. I know. And I've spoken about this with my therapist. It's a real issue where I feel mm. like he he is like above me and I'm constantly striving mm. to be like more adult or more responsible or get and my life together. And who wants to be together there either way? You don't want him to be up there and you don't want you to be up there. Mm. You want to be partners. Like you want to be on equal equal grounds where – you both of you might have things that you fuck up and then both of you might have things mm. that you don't and then that's how you balance each other out. Mm. But you are allowed to fuck up too. Mm. I think that's the big thing. You're allowed to fuck up. Like mm. that's the that's the break you've got to give yourself. Mm. You like that's just a, that's it. <laughs> Anything to say, Cass? No. <laughs> She's in I shock. Think you covered it there. Don't you reckon? I'm not in shock. I'm I'm not sure what else I can add. Yeah. I mean, if you ever experience anything with your partner, like where you, I don't know, there's something that you want to prove to him and then you essentially fuck it up or is it vice versa? The business? Yeah, right. That's a big one. I always said it, from the the day I did it, he said it would take 10 years to be a success. And I was like, no, no, a couple of years. Do you feel like there we'll was stuff in it. There was And then stuff it sits at the back of your mind, doesn't yeah, it? You totally. might not be consciously thinking about it. It's a huge, um, it's been a huge, resp- it's been something that has been in the back of my mind the whole time. But wow. he was right. Yeah. It takes a long time to build anything that's worthwhile. Yeah. yeah. Nothing is really, truly an overnight success. No. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it is interesting, especially with partners when they are with you through everything um, and so you want to not be able to listen to them, but then you also, they're so intertwined into your journey that mm. A, you are, and B, you can't not be influenced by them with wherever you're at. Do yeah. you know what? I don't know. Does that make sense? Yeah, like, yeah it totally. kind of does. Yeah, yeah, so you're constantly trying to also still be your own person with your own views and your own ideas, but you share a life with someone. Like, mm. of course, 
that is always going to be a contributing factor to where you find yourself, whether it's mega emo or whether it's, nah, mm. fuck that, I can do this. Yeah. But sometimes you know. it's not even until things like that happen that you actually even realise it. No, of I reckon not. that's what shook me up even more. I was like, why am I acting like this? Like it was so obviously underlying and there's lots of this deep-seated stuff like with mum and dad, like my mum constantly seeking approval from my dad and being like, don't tell dad, he'll get me in trouble because she never had a dad so she put all of those issues on to my dad which I grew up seeing and then I started to do the the same yeah. thing to, to Zane and and that a lot of that I've worked on but then it's funny when it pops up like that but I think when it pops up it also means you are working through the last of it sometimes mm. like you because if you yeah. if this happened and you were like oh fucking hell I did this and then I made a big deal and then you're moving on the fact that you kind of go nah I'm not supposed to react like this Zane's like nah I don't want you to yeah, react I realized like this it. that's a shift that yeah. means that yeah, now that will shift it gave me goosebumps because it means that 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 will click and mm. you need to have an event happen for mm. it to properly click. It doesn't just click in theory. The action has to mm. go into place. Yeah, you're right. So you had to fuck something up to know that it wasn't a big deal. Mm. Otherwise, you wouldn't have got the change. So you'll grow from this. Yeah, true. Getting there. You will. You, but you have to have the action to grow, really. Yeah, yeah you're right. It's tricky. It's real tricky. I feel it went off forever ago. Yeah, sorry. I mean, you, no, I'm you sorry. Can just blabbing on. Sorry, <laughs> Philip. <laughs> Reckon the girls are over sharers. Wait till you see them on Snapchat. <laughs> see what goes down behind the scenes. Follow the Thinker Girls on Snapchat. Um, I will make this short and sharp then. Um, so basically, I. I'm laughing about and I have been laughing a bit more on this year's podcast because I've gone through all these different types of things with my dating life and in particular um, over the last six months towards probably the end of the year um, I I suppose stopped dating really just Mm. didn't really take a break at the time but this is what I do I and this is what comes back to dating and what I've discovered is I'll call it something like, example, it's not a band break. It's just me doing, I don't know, not having time. Or before that, I'll be like, I'm really looking to meet someone, yet I will only meet party boys and, you know, have mm. fun sex with young people that are younger than me. Mm. But then I'll be telling – so I've always got some kind of a, I don't know, like a title for where I'm at. Yeah. But I think underlying it's quite – Un, it's not. It's not that. No. It's not what you're saying out loud and what you're telling yourself. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. And I've changed my gem PS if you're wondering because the like. I'll yeah, I was thinking about that. Where's that yeah, gone? Um, but I think <laughs> it is. I, I I'm still trying to figure out whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, and if it maybe is just me surviving in the way that I need to survive. So, for example, la- the last six months of last year, I. I don't know, I just didn't like things defined as like a man ban. You know, when yeah. our friend, um, sexologist Dr. Nikki G said, I went on a man ban and you, it sounds like you're on a man ban. And I was like, nah, I don't and I And genuinely in the moment, I didn't think that that's what I was on. But then I look back and I'm like, oh yeah. You were on it. You, why you were not wanting to why meet men? Why didn't you? Why didn't you want to define it at the time? Because you thought just in case you meet somebody at that time, you don't, don't want to chew it away. I don't or? know why I have an issue with defining it with where I actually am. I don't know what that is, and that's what I wanted to talk about because I think I I don't know. I, I don't have an issue with doing all of that stuff in different orders, if that makes mm. sense. So maybe mm. another time I'll say, yeah, I'm on a man band, and I won't be. So it's not that I have an issue so much with the people that do that. For some reason, though, I'm a little bit disconnected with 
what my vision is yeah. and what where I'm at. And maybe it's because I'm always trying to look forward. I've got a thought and yeah. maybe that is because you are, I think, such an open-minded person in lots of areas of your life. And I reckon in, da- in your dating life you are very open in terms of, I don't know, your views on relationships or finding someone or marriage or all that kind of stuff. You're pretty open. Mm. You're pretty willing for it to be what it is. Mm. Um, because there are so many people around you and uh, in our lives and so many people that, I don't know, are defined by relationships and mm. have to call it something and have to get married because that means you're in love, all that stuff. Mm. And I get why you don't want to do that. Um, so I reckon maybe is there something underlying where you go, oh, I didn't want I, to have a label. I, yeah, because you're why, a, you're a, you're a not a label gal. So I understand why you don't want to because there's so many people around you that do, and and that's one of your it's one of the our pet hates that we share. We see people putting shit on Facebook and like all this stuff. Like yeah, where you go, chill it. your flaps. You don't want to label, it. and I feel like <laughs> you're scared. You're scared to label it because. Coming you soon to a store near you. Because yeah. seriously, we've got yeah. merch on yeah, the way. Yeah, we've got merch on the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we do. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. do. <laughs> we'll send you one. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel, I've, I understand why. Because you're very open, like, in that way. It's interesting. Yeah, I never thought about it. That Who's the label for, you or, pe- or other people? I don't know. I think it's for other people. I think it's always been for other people. Or I'm fearful of other people's labels. I think that's of also. You. So you're trying yeah. to label yourself so they yeah. don't label you. Yes, yeah. I think that is actually the nail on the head. I think if then someone says you're on a man band, I'm like, no, I'm not. Yeah. Like I don't want to fit under what everybody else's labels are. And let me tell you, as a dating single woman, they're very few. Like you get really boxed in. Mm. That's also another thing. Like you're on a man band, so that kind of means that you hate men. Or you are successful in your career and you don't want a man, you know. Mm. Or you're looking for a man and you're really proactive. You're be you're desperate, you know. There's so much bullshit that comes with all of that that I've I've re- done really well over being single for many years of my life where I haven't got influenced by them too much. Mm. But I think then I also think maybe now I'm moving into a stage where I want to be a little bit more specific and yeah. I do want to give things. Not labels, but a little bit, starting to hone things in a little bit where I've got a bit more of a directive plan. Maybe you've gone too far that one way, you know, like because you've been so so wanting to be not defined by a label that you go, that you almost go that way too far. I think that's where I am. And a lot of the time that happens where you have to kind of over, you overcorrect things because everybody's trying to say, as you said, all those different labels, that means you don't want a man, you're obsessed with your career, you don't have room, all that kind of stuff. And then you've gone, I'm so open, fuck you. I'll do it my way. I'm not going to call it anything that then it's left you wide open with nothing to call it. Exactly. Mm. And so so open that you're not specific enough to attract anything yeah. that you truly want. Mm. Because and But I think I needed to be that open for a long time. I think that allowed me to either have some space for, to figure things out but also to go down all different paths and not really know if that was the path I want to go long term but explore the different things like maybe I did think I'll go for a younger guy who might not have their shit together but they're so much fun no I don't figured out that I that's not for me but I had to figure that out Mm. and so it's interesting so I think by being so open it's allowed me to go down roads that maybe if I was specific straight up I wouldn't have been able to explore the way that I have. But now I feel all of a sudden I'm dating an 
it's very specific. Everything's like I'm learning new things about a kind of character trait in a man that I haven't really dated before, which, which is, is really what? oh, just someone that's um, kind and uh, centered and um, attentive and giving and generous mm. traits that I think you overlook with a lot of bravado. Yep. Um, and they're the kind of things I see in someone that I want to balance the bravado of my life, which mm. is entertainment and yeah. celebrity fucking shit and, you know, crazy world that we are, which I would not change it for the world. But there's a big part of me that can really, I think, be missed sometimes. And I think it would be great to have a partner that brought that stuff out. That's a good place to be in though, to not be scared of calling it something and not be scared yeah, to say out loud what you Yeah, but I think at this point I'm, I've never dated like that. So now I guess I'm just seeing if I like it. And are you liking it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm meeting like people are like, oh, my God, it's just lovely. Like This time versus giving. last time because when – what was that? Probably about a year ago that mm-hmm. we first we first moved to Sydney and, and you were like, like back on the someone. scene. Yeah, and yeah. you were. You were back on the scene. You were dating a lot of different people, like having a lot of fun. But the – I don't know. The way that you are now versus then is very different. It's I weird. Feel. Yeah. I feel like – I don't know. It feels different. Like the word lovely. That's what, how – you didn't describe it like that. When I'm talking about I, last time. And I reckon last time I would have thought that was boring. Yeah. You know, it's like, not, boring. I, nah, not for a partner, not for someone that, yeah, no. Nah. You still got to have fun, but. Yeah, but I, yeah, it's like there's a groundingness that mm. comes from those features that is, for me, yeah, I'm very interested in looking into a bit more. The Did bravado and the footloose and fancy free thing I've done for a long time. Yeah. Um, but maybe had yeah. you not done that a year ago, well, you would have been I mean. seeking that that's and, what I mean. and been craving and that. And you need to be the open with yes. the no labels and all this yeah. kind of stuff to get here. But it's been an interesting ride. So I will keep you all updated with the latest, everyone. Love it. Mm, with no specific names or information <laughs> <laughs> to protect these poor bastards. It's, very, <laughs> it's different to last time. I think it's a good thing. Yeah. Someone asked me the other day, oh, uh, who was it? Oh, so, oh, somebody in our team. They said, oh, oh, so Stace, how did her date go last night? I was like, I don't know. They're like, what do you mean you don't know? I said, well, she wants to tell me, she'll tell me. I don't, I'm happy for her, but I don't really care. Like I do, but I'm like, if she, if it was really awful or really great, she'll, or somewhere in between, I'm sure I'll hear about it. Mm-hmm. Like it feels different. Whereas I reckon a year ago I'd be like, how was he? What was it like? Yeah, like, it's weird, isn't you set it? A bit, you set a bit of a tone though. Yeah, I'll let you know when I've got things to report. Yeah. You know, like, and also it gives me that space to be able to figure it out for myself and not be so influenced and analytical yes. with everyone. I think that's nice too because yeah, I'm not looking for yourself, that. Yeah. I think sometimes you can get, what does this mean? Oh, fucking no. <laughs> you know, like it's exhausting. You know what it means, uh, this, this and this. Anyway. Ask yourself. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, Cass, hope you've had fun. I have. I have really <laughs> when she came in, she's like, I've never done anything like this before. I'm like, look, there's not much to tell you. Uh, it's just exactly the banter we're doing now is what we'll do when we record. That's about it. Um, but if you do want to check out Twisted Frozen Yogurt, get behind um, Cass's, I don't know, like baby essentially. Yeah, my fourth child. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Make sure you do. Um, it is launching into Woolworths across Queensland, New South Wales, Victoria and the ACT as of March. So very soon for when this drops. Um, and if you want to check it out on socials, you can see Twisted Frozen Yogurt on Facebook, Instagram 
or twistedyogurt.com.au. Thanks so much, Cass. Thanks for having me. I've had really had a lot of fun. Yes, excellent. <laughs> That's a good and thing. I can't wait for my T-shirt. Yeah, we'll send you that merch soon. Oh, it's, a, it's, it's, an, an it's an air freshener. Yeah. <laughs> so you can pop it in your car and constantly be reminded yeah. when you're in traffic. And it, for those of you that are getting all of these hidden things, yeah. yes, we're going to be launching some Woo-hoo. stuff for you guys to play with very soon. It's not for free, sorry. <laughs> you need to buy it, but it'll be on thethinkergirls.com.au. And we will be doing a podcast tour across the country. Now, we haven't like we haven't really done some big launch thing, which probably would have been the smarter thing to do, mm. um, but we'll just trickle information as we know it. But get ready. Start getting your girlfriends. And if you want us to come to a town or a city with you, you're going to have to rally up your troops. Yeah, you have to let us know. For three because of you. if it's there's, yeah, Soz, like, we love you, but just this is a podcast. Time. Yeah. But for real though, like if you've got a big group of people or a posse or I don't know, guys and girls at work, let us know where you are yeah. because, I mean, that's going to influence where we go, yeah. obviously. Yeah, so far I think it's like a we'd like to go Perth, Adelaide, Melbourne, Sydney, Brisbane, and then maybe the Central Coast and maybe Geelong. Yeah, but if there are other places that we yeah, haven't mentioned that you're there, there and there's But that's, there's they're the group, people that yeah. have shown the most interest. Mm-hmm. So if you're not one of those spots or you can't get to one of them, make sure you private message us or there's a post going on uh, on Facebook at the moment where you can let us know where you are if you want to come and see a show. But we will make it worth your while. We're doing mm-hmm. a lot of things behind the scenes to plan a big one. Love so, it. Can't um, wait. We'll keep you updated. Until next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Were you part of this convo and want more? Yeah! Join our Thinker Girls posse on Facebook, Instagram or thethinkergirls.com.au I'll make the world go wild Get ready cause here I come Next week on Thinker Girl the podcast Hey, it's Dr. Catherine, creator of The Forever Approach. Can't wait to catch up with you next week when I join Thinker Girl the podcast. It took me 20 years to realise this and I think we all have secrets And letting those secrets out is the most relieving, amazing feeling there is. Thinker Girl, the podcast with the Thinker Girls, Stacey June and Christy Mercer. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 